Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. I don't know what I would have done without that, you know. Uh, I would just gone down, downhill, you know, giving up. And and uh, whether she comes back or not, there's there's hope and there's strength in this. And it's, 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 it saved me. This is Relationship Radio, an extension of Marriage Helper International. Hosted by renowned marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam and CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes. We answer your questions directly with research-based principles that you can implement immediately. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Relationship Radio. Excited to be joined today by Lawrence over from Kentucky, right? Right, Lexington, Kentucky. So let's start. We'd love to just hear a bit more about your journey and and where mm-hmm. you've got to so far. So just starting off early on in your marriage and, and finding a bit more about how you met mm-hmm. your wife. Well, um, I was getting my master's at Indiana University in Bloomington, and my wife was getting her a BA. And well. Um, I was in a painting class and she was in a drawing class and she came out of the drawing class and saw me painting the hallway, a picture of the hallway in my painting. And she asked, why in the world are you painting the hallway? She, you know, she says, and I don't know, being, I have several, three different majors, but this was art and uh, they were doing nudes and I didn't want to do nudes. Uh, so I, my professor said during that time, uh, I could, if I want to, I could paint the hallway instead. So I was painting the hallway. I, yeah, and that's how she met me. And the next semester came around and in the ceramics class, and we kind of got to know each other. And, uh, you know, things went on from there. It was a very uh, happy days. I can't, you know, <laughs> best uh, days of my life. Uh, <laughs> what, was it, what was it about your wife that first attracted you to her? Um. So much, everything. It's just her, her radiance, her smile. Um, <laughs> she's uh, so bubbly and just <laughs> fun to be around. Just you know, and we had a lot of, of you know similarities. A lot of uh, things that we uh, shared. We both were into art, and we loved. You know, she's very talented, and and she says I am, but I think she's more talented than I. Am. <laughs> I've been an art teacher for thirty-seven and a half years, and my other is phys ed and health, and in Christian ed, but uh, it's been art I've been teaching, and and I've enjoyed that time. So we've uh, she taught art for a while until she uh, decided to leave art to start the business to get a master's in healthcare management, and that's uh, yeah, and that was several years ago. 
And how long did how long were you dating then before you got married? I'm thinking probably about it was fast, probably about five months, and um, then we. <laughs> I uh, proposed to her on Valentine's Day, actually, in a, a church parking lot that was in St. Joseph, Michigan. I uh, lived there my senior year of high school and my college days. My parents moved there from upstate New York. And uh, so we, I gave her that ring. And <laughs> You were young then. You were young. Yeah, yeah I was 31, and she was 26 at that time. Uh-huh. So how long have you been married now? Well... It would be 40 years this May 29th. Uh, she's been away for three years, over th- just a little bit over three years now. We're still married. So it would be, like I said, uh, our 40th. Uh, and I hope that she comes back, but it's in God's hands. Yeah. So let's talk a bit more about that. Obviously, we have a lot of listeners mm-hmm. who have been going through a crisis in their marriage. So right. what was it that, that brought her to leave? To leave the marriage, or what were the circumstances around that? I think it was a number of things uh, in our marriage. I think we sort of grew apart because of circumstances that were in our, in our life, things that came up. Um, let's see, um, I lost my job a few times, you know, that was hurting. And um, then I think our, our we have three sons, grown sons, and three grandkids. and. Our two youngest sons, our oldest is in the Navy, and he left out of high school from, I mean, he left, he left out of college. Uh, the Navy, Navy talked him into uh, joining. And so he's been away a long time. He's about ready to retire now. But uh, that that upset my wife, you know, because him being gone so long. Our two youngest sons, uh, well, they got into drugs, and that really disrupted our marriage. It was hard. Um I think I think I was more of an enabler, and she was tough love. I thought a little bit too, a little bit too tough, and that created a lot of uh, hardship in the marriage. You know, it was it was a hard, rough time. They're doing fine now. Um, then uh, having our, our our son, his wife passed away. Our middle son, and he he moved he moved in with us with the two sons. That was hard. And but before that, off and on, he was in moved in with us with his wife and. Then another time he moved in with with a woman he met afterwards, um, who since then left him, and now he's married again. And that's hard, you know. Um, but then my parents moved in with us from upstate New York. We went to pick them up. My dad had got Alzheimer's, and my mom was sick, and they lived with us um, Well, my, until my dad passed away. Then my mom. Uh, right before she, my wife left me, well, a year before that. But it was it was pretty, you know, these things were pretty rough. Plus, I think a big thing, too, is my, my parents living with us inspired us to, to start a business. That's why she decided to quit her teaching job at a private school and, and get her master's in healthcare management. I helped her through school there at Indiana, I mean, at uh, Kentucky University. And um, after that, she uh, wanted to start a adult daycare. Well, we found a good a place, and I, I got an inheritance from my aunt. She was very wealthy. From she had a lot of money from her great grandfather. It was distributed. I got a, a poor, big portion, and that enabled us to uh, get a loan from Kentucky Bank and, and start this uh, business business she wanted. So we started that, and um, it, it uh, she didn't get as many 
people coming as she expected. The rent was very high, $5,000 a month, and we just couldn't keep up with it. So eventually, Kentucky Bank, we were ready to uh, want all the money back, the loan. And, uh, well, of course, my inheritance that we, we had gone through that for this business. And and um, we uh, they were going to take our house, and they took my car for a while. And I had to go to get to ride to school back where I taught in, in high school here in Georgetown, Kentucky. And um, but then we find another location and Kentucky Bank said, well, we'll give you another chance. So we started up there. It was less expensive, this business. But then again, the rent kept going up and we still didn't get enough customers. So we decided to branch out into to do home care. OK, so we started that. And and that's where it seems it seems to be where. Things were well. We started, you know, we started to build up, but still, it was pretty hard. We we're looking towards bankruptcy and so forth, and still all that. But it was the main thing is it was really rough starting the whole business. It's, it was it's taking a risk, and uh, and she really wanted this business really badly because she saw a real need. She saw this from her grandmother and so forth, and you know, she saw the need for this. And so it was like it was her mission. But um, what happened? She met a man, and uh, I won't go into the details, but uh, that's her LO she's with. And she felt that he could really get this business going. And he actually runs the business with her, and she kicked me out of the business, actually. Um, and I'm still so I'm working for another company because as a retired teacher, I'm doing home care because um, that's what the people, well, they, they need. They, they, the people really need uh, home care, the people I'm helping. Um, but it's been hard and, um, the business taken off is doing really well now. And, uh, it's fine. You know, it takes a while to get a business going and it's, but, uh, I still co-own the business with her and, uh, she's been wanting a divorce, but it hasn't happened. Uh, taxes are coming up and that's confusing too with this business, but it's just, I, I guess I could say basically life, you know, we, the stress of our children, my job situation, especially the business, and and then her dad and mom passing away. All that um, drew us apart. We just we're just we're just so caught up in the stresses of living that we just lost lost our intimacy, our 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 time. We didn't communicate. Uh, to eventually, uh, the thing is, she was with this man alone. And that shouldn't have happened. I didn't realize it. Didn't see it coming. Uh, but it's that happens, and and that's uh, liberates. And uh, we're all fallible creatures. You know, we're not. <laughs> we're all. Uh, none of us are perfect. If we put ourselves in that position where we're tempted, those things happen. And uh, I, I, I just want to. I just want to stop you there, Lawrence. And, right. And feedback. I mean, I think. A lot of people who are listening to this can resonate with what you're talking about. Life happens, and it sounds like you've been through a whole lot with your sons and your parents and business, and um, you know, and you were you were persevering, you were getting through it, and then she meets someone. Now right. I think, and that's very common, you know that mm-hmm. that it's in a situation where you're kind of pushed to the extreme and focusing on all these other things which are you know really important and then somebody just seems to come along um I think there 
I mean, I would just feedback. It seems amazing that you just are able to see see into that and kind of um, not get obsessed by this this other person being the cause of it. Because that's what we hear a lot from people is like, it's all this other man's fault. That's the whole reason why our marriage has fallen apart because of you. Um, but you're able to see that. Having said that, it must have still really hurt when she, you oh. know, when she told you that there was someone else that she'd met. It hurts. It's the worst thing, you know. I mean, I can't, <laughs> unless you've gone through it, you can't really understand. And, uh, you know, it does make you a better person going through this. It makes you more compassionate to others. And I believe there's always a reason for things that happen in life. I believe God is in control, that he's sovereign. And, and uh I'm, I, uh, one of my areas, one of my, my uh, degrees in, is in Christian education. So I'm, you know, I'm really, uh, um, you know, trust God, you know, through all this. And I, I believe that, uh, like I said, he puts us through things for a reason. And, uh, I, uh, you know, that, uh, there's nothing I can do to bring her back other than being a better person, the pies and so forth. And she's your own person, but I trust God and, I hope that she comes back. Yeah, let's talk a bit about that. So, okay, so this is the scenario your wife has said after mm-hmm. all of these years together that she wants out. Not only that, but she's met someone else and she's supposedly happy with him. So so what what's your motivation for, for wanting to save the marriage? Then what, why don't you just give up and say, okay? Well, <laughs> one word love, you know, <laughs> I love her. So many memories are three sons, three grandkids. And, and she's always the most wonderful person. I saw how she, how she cared for my parents when they lived with us or our sons. She was the best mother. She was a stay at home mother for the longest time. And, uh, she just sacrificed. And I know she's a good person, but these things happen. Limerence changes a person so forth. And yeah, so let's talk about limerence a bit, because some people listening to this may ne- have never have heard that term. Um, so it's this crazy in love drug feeling, mm-hmm. um, which is um, can really make you feel like this person is the best thing that you've ever seen. Um, and you can give up things that were really important to you before, including families, children, homes, you know, just to be close to this person. So if you... If you don't know anything about limerence, um, you can find on our on our website, marriagehelper.com, um, and search for an ebook, free ebook that we have all about understanding limerence. So if you don't understand, but it's true that that's where you feel that she is. She's in this kind of crazy in love with this person. Right. So what are you doing right now? You mentioned focusing, being the best person you can be. How how are you doing that? Well, it's the pies. If you know, you know, to. Uh, Become more attractive physically uh, for the P, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. And for myself, I think I need to work mostly, mainly on emotionally. You know, I think uh, we both, my wife and I came from two different backgrounds. And and uh, I think, you know, I've, I've been, I don't know. <laughs> I think going through this helps me to examine myself more and see where my weaknesses are and and my wife always said, you don't see yourself as other people see you. And uh, I think we need to uh, look at ourselves more closely. And going through this program really helps <laughs> to look at, 
for me to look at myself and, and to see her also um, and understand why this has happened and to be more forgiving towards her. And that I don't have as much trouble forgiving her as her LO. That that was really a hard thing because the other man, you know, I saw yeah. this, yeah, being able to yeah, forgive it's, it's hard. him. Yeah, but I have, and it's a, a continual thing. I mean, I have to keep on forgiving because, you know, these emotions come up and uh, things happen. And all of a sudden I feel that I get that feeling. I have to, you know, and forgive them. And I know that God wants us to forgive, forgive others and, and love other people. And I do. So I do pray for him, my wife, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a process and I have to keep on doing that because <laughs> it comes up. <laughs> so you talk about our programs. You obviously found out about marriage helper, um, so, mm-hmm. so what of our resources have you done? What um, workshops or online courses have you? Well, I think the first thing I, I, uh, I um, the, the Save a Marriage Workshop, I'm trying to think of the name. Anyway, that was, yeah, uh, that was a 12 week program. And I've, uh, you know, I've gone through that program over and over again. I oftentimes I'll listen to it in the car when I'm driving, you know, I'll get it up on my radio, you know, and uh, listen to that again because each time you listen to it, you learn more and more, and you and you have to uh, apply what you learn there. And uh, then I think I ordered most of the other programs too. Uh, you know, Smart Contact. Uh, uh, the last one is why my why does my wife hate wife hate me? And that's a real insight there. And uh, I've listened to that a couple times through, but about four times through already. Right. And, One of uh, our new toolkits, yeah. Why doesn't the mm-hmm. take me yet? And Dr. Beam's coming up with another program. Go order that also. I, uh, but I'm really thankful. It's, uh, you know, I have to work on that, my pies, and, and uh, become that better person and, and know that uh, if anything works, this will. You know, there's no guarantee, of course. But uh, even if she doesn't come back, I'll be a better person through this and that's the ultimate goal there <laughs> and so you did some of our online courses um and worked through those and then you went to our solo spouse workshop I understand right. well. uh-huh. and how was that experience that's that's three days um on that zoom was, yeah that was very good it was very intense um and I, I need to keep going over the notes and so forth reviewing to, and so forth, and applying what I learned there. But it was at first I thought, is it worth it? You know, it, 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 should I, and, you know, I uh, it didn't take me long to figure out figure out that it is worth it. You know, and I'll do that again and again because it was really well worth the money and the time. Um, it was just about thirty people in this group, I think, about there all together, including Doctor Beam, and uh, we you know through the uh, Zoom and and it was great. I mean, you could we could talk together and. Uh, discuss what we're learning and uh, and have time to uh, discuss it amongst ourselves with in, in smaller groups and learn from each other and uh, it was I mean it's very lightning and we went up through all all that and then more and uh, so I uh, I uh, really enjoyed it and it really <laughs> it it really is worth it. <laughs> so what was what were a key takeaway that you took from the Solar Spouse Workshop that you feel like you've applied to your situation? Well, there's several, but I think forgiveness is one, you know, that I really need to work on forgiveness. And uh, if I'm going to uh, 
work on my pies, become a more attractive person. I need to stop thinking in terms of, uh, you know, anger and, 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 uh, be more forgiving. It's like I said, it's a process. I have to keep on doing that. And I need to also look at the, the wall. Um, we, through our marriage, those, all these circumstances put a wall between us, you know, and, and, uh, before long, this wall, we, 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 weren't, we weren't, we just weren't communicating. We were so busy working, and she was really busy working with this. Uh, I was too, of course, with this business. And uh, it put a bit of a wall between us, and we lost the intimacy between us, two of us, and we have to bring that back again. And uh, I think you talked about the seven kinds of love and the, the, the uh, triangulation of love. And then he also talked about the four horsemen and, and all those things uh, are things I need to work on and focus on certain ones. I need to look at myself and see where uh, I'm the weakest and build up those areas. And, and uh, yeah, I think, I think that intimacy is one of those areas. I think the communication and, and, and understanding her and, and uh, you know, just opening up, I think. And, right. And that's something that, I mean, I'm really impressed. You've got the um, the age of 71, as you shared with me earlier, um, and yet you're taking this time to re-examine yourself and say, how can I be better? I mean, that's right. really we impressive. All need, we all need to do that. doesn't matter how old you are. You know, we, we have to work on that. And this, uh, this program really is, I highly, highly recommend it. It was really good. I suppose if you could go back to your old self, say 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, married to your <laughs> wife, what would you do differently or what would you tell yourself at that point? It seems like yesterday. That was a little bit, we were thinking about the business then. I mean, she was, she was teaching at the time at private school and she's doing also summer camp and, and, uh, with the summer camp, she was managing that. And she thought, well, you know, I think I might want to manage, you know, another something, which was this, but uh, I think, I think I tried to um, look at myself more closely in, in, in terms of what I've learned and uh, become, to, to listen more to her, understand and, and uh, to not let those circumstances with her children we're grown adults now, of course, <laughs> and the business and my parents and so many things to set time for ourselves to to be together and take time out from our busy lives to be more intimate and, and understanding and to listen more to each other and uh, and just to be that loving person to love her more, to show those feelings. So, of course, I love her, but just to, to show how much I love her. And uh, if you don't keep working on that, you just, it's, it's, it just it doesn't level out. It just goes downhill. You can either be going this way, building up, or going down. It doesn't plateau. <laughs> if you think it's plateauing, it doesn't work. You have to, it's going that way or this way. And and that's something we should have done. I think we couldn't stay this way. We had to, we had to go more this way to build that relationship and, and and work on our marriage. And like she said, I needed to look at myself and other people 
see myself as other people see me and see myself as she sees me and to understand her more and, and just love her more, show her more affection and be more intimate and less selfish, of course, you know, with their own activities and things. We get so caught up in daily the daily grind that uh, we need to just take time out. Right. Yeah. That's some great advice there. So where's your um, relationship at now? You've mentioned the fact that she's um, away and has been away for an, a number of years. Have you right. seen any signs of her moving back towards towards you? Well, it's been about 40 months so far. And, and I'm, I'm still, she's still, still in limerence, I think, towards the end of it. But it's also uh, the lifestyle. The business has really taken off and she's living... You know, on the school teacher's salary, I didn't make a lot of money, you know. And uh, now she's living this elaborate lifestyle with him. Um, new clothes and cars and things and making, I would say, pretty big money with this business now. And and uh, that's another factor. But I think that's another thing that, that needs to be overcome. And I just have to be patient. And uh, we still communicate, of course, with the children and the grandchildren. And things still come up. She contacted me yesterday about my middle son. There's some things happening. And, and uh, during those times where we contact each other, I need to uh, look at myself and and and, and uh, not argue, not defend myself, all these things, but listen and understand and, and communicate in, you know, in a wise manner, in a way that's open and, and uh, not, like I said, not being defensive and, Argumentative, but stop and and uh, take time out to you know to think about what you're saying and, and listen to what she's saying and understand her and and to know that she's a good person really and she's going through this and and I'm no better than her. We're all so vulnerable to these things. So uh, they happen in life, and if you look around, it happens again and again. It's a it's in. And then not put her down, for, you know, not put her down for that, but to know that there is hope. And whether she comes back or not, uh, there's hope there. Even at 71, and she's she just turned 66, and, you know, we're both getting up there in years, and she still as beautiful as ever to me. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you mentioned patience, and it's been 40 months. I'm uh, sure a lot of people listening is like, how, how did you keep going for all that time, 40 months? How have you... Have you been able to stay focused and not just give up? I think one of the big things as marriage helpers is helps, helps, me, to, helps me to focus. So look, keep looking at myself and keep building my pies, building that confidence and strength. And I also read my Bible every day, too. I'm, like I said, I like to read my Bible. And I think God speaks to me through, through his word. But there's a lot of factors there. But, you know, marriage helpers, I'm so glad I came. I found this marriage helpers because... You can't do this by yourself, you know, and go, I believe God's with me, but he brings people into your life, you know, and God, he brought marriage helpers into my life. Uh, other people in this program, other people are going through the same thing. I've done group coaching. I've done the coaching and so forth and just communicate with others that are in the same boat. Uh, it helps so much. We need each other, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, boils down to marriage helpers really has <laughs> been a big help. <laughs> I'm so thankful. Well, I'm so thankful that you found us. I'm thankful that you've come this far. Um, 
and you know like you say if anything works this well and mm-hmm. and even if it doesn't even if she doesn't come back there uh-huh. is hope for you in your situation right. i suppose just to finish it off then if there's if there's somebody who's in maybe the maybe you 40 months ago who's just found out that the wife wants out and maybe mm-hmm. has met someone else what advice would you give to them i would say to um to hope you know not give up to I think if you listen to other people, there's so many friends, relatives, they're so negative. They just say, you know, find someone else, divorce. I don't want someone else. And and I would say, get that support, get that support from marriage helpers. They have so much available there. So many programs, coaching and group coaching and, and the uh, three day workshops, uh, whether it's uh, a solo workshop or hope that we can go to a, you know, my wife and I together for the workshop. We don't live too far from, from uh, Nashville, anyway, but the, through Zoom is so so. I mean, Zoom is so so. Technology today, it's it's great. It's, yeah, you can do the but, workshop from anywhere, but if you are close to, to yeah, Nashville, really then head on over and join one of the impers. And yeah, although I love Nashville, it's it's a wonderful city. But uh, I would get hooked up with with uh, marriage helpers and get on board with you know this program and with others and. And that's what you really need to do. I would highly recommend that because I don't know what I would have done without that, you know. Uh, I would just gone down, downhill, you know, giving up. And and uh, whether she comes back or not, there's there's hope and there's strength in this. And, and it's, 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 it saved me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to talk to you today, Lawrence. It really has. And I wish you all the best in your, in your marriage you. journey. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Relationship Radio. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. We exist to help save marriages and strengthen families. We look forward to interacting with you on the next episode of Relationship Radio.